1: the Saga of Captain Wearshark, Volume 2 The Crew of the Pale Spirit Escape the Tomb of Prince Vogger Once trapped in a sunken barrel, surrounded by a horde of Draugr, and confronted by an ancient undead prince, there were many ways the pirate crew might respond. Mighty Flicka's answer to Prince Vogger's demand was perhaps the most direct. She strode up to the skull-strewn dais, offered Prince Vogger a mocking grin, and sucked him hard enough to knock his flaming crown right off his head. To battle, the mighty Flicka shouted. For glory! The response from the Were-Sharks' once-cowed crew was immediate. With a chorus of hoots and hollers, the pirates forgot their fear of the undead and laid into the surrounding Draugr with clubs, daggers, and fists. Caught completely flat-footed, the damned dead of Skyrim initially got the worst of it. Unfortunately, Draugr, being no longer alive, are more resilient to clubs and knives than the average bandit. Despite the battering our pirates unleashed, Prince Vauger's horde responded in kind. Garn Feathertoes was the first to fall, even his legendary speed insufficient to evade a hail of arrows. He was followed to the grave by two of the painted cannibals we'd rescued from the Isle of Red Mist. The battle soon turned against us. Even his mighty Flicka's great axe split one draugr after another in twain, and Vimy LaCroix's glowing daggers took eyes, ears, and guts. The jogger pushed forward, hacking and cackling. Crushed tight in the center of the crew, I raised my own club and prepared for the end. Yet before we could be overrun, the mad mage Naramo unleashed a ring of fire that expanded like a bright orange flower in the morning sun. It burned the nearest jogger to ash and scattered the rest. Run, you fools, Naramo shouted. To the surface, bring the treasure! And bring the treasure we did. Each pirate snatched a handful of whatever they could carry. Gold, goblets candlesticks, all of precious metal, or inlaid with precious jewels, and fled up the stairs down which we'd come. A massive, hulking draugr barred our way, but hard scales and his poisoned daggers tore into it in silent rage. As I and the others leapt over the body, the Argonian held the rearguard, but I could see the disappointment on his face. Yet again, a seemingly worthy foe had failed to send him to Sithis. We were almost to the surface when a great shaking filled the dripping halls. It left us stumbling. Leading the way, as always, Galena Tuskars was the first to spot the danger. The stone door we'd forced open was closing, of its own accord. If we found no way to stop it, we'd be trapped in this sunken tomb forever. Yet before the stone door could close, he returned. The captain! One could not fail to recognize his flowing silks, his jaunted crown, and its horde of colorful feathers. Captain Wareshark now held a bright glowing gem in both hands and shouted words I imagined might be in ancient Nordic. His haunting intonations mimicked those of Prince Vogger. The closing stone door shuddered and then came to a stop. With cheers of relief, the Wareshark's crew rushed through the open door, Draugr howling on our heels. Mighty Flicka was the last to emerge, and I saw then she carried Garn Feathertoes on her broad back. At first, I did not understand her intent in risking so much. Garn was dead. But then I remembered what Galena Tuscar has always said. The Were-Shark crew is a family, and a family leaves no one behind.